Hello and welcome to Farm D Unscripted, where we inspire you, educate you, and guide you to write the prescription for your life. I am Dr. Bree. And I am Dr. Laquita J. We are your hosts of this lovely podcast. So without further ado, let's get unscripted. Hey, FarmD Unscripted listeners. This week, we have an inspirational pharmapreneur joining us, Dr. Bolu Oladini. Dr. Oladini was born in Nigeria and has spent the past 25 years here in the United States. He completed his undergraduate education at the Washington University in St. Louis, where he majored in psychology. He then went on to earn his doctorate of pharmacy degree from the University of Illinois at Chicago. In addition to working in the community pharmacy setting, Dr. Oladini currently runs his blog, A Dose of Fitness. He regularly posts on LinkedIn and Instagram about health, fitness, and personal development. Dr. Oladini is passionate about entrepreneurship and also has an online e-commerce business. He currently lives in the suburbs of Chicago with his wife and is currently looking forward to telling his story on several more media appearances and encouraging pharmacy students to think outside the box. Hello and welcome Dr. Oladini. It's a pleasure to really have you on our podcast. Um, I do think you kind of downplayed your biography, so therefore let me just tell our listeners that during pharmacy school, you literally had a director of marketing for our industry pharmacist association organization. You were the director of communications for the Academy of Managed Care, and you were a legislative chair for SNAFA, and you had um, rotation. You had a um, you completed a global medical affairs rotation at Baxter International, and I also saw that you had an internship with Molina Healthcare. So I think you're not giving yourself enough enough justice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Um, just, uh, you know, really grateful you guys would have me here on your platform. And uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I'm a little too modest sometimes. But. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you your journey is truly amazing. It seems like you've done a lot of amazing and great things and um, just just different things that we really wanted to highlight and get our listeners to know of you and then also know that there are other opportunities if they're not satisfied in their careers. So we want to start from the beginning and kind of like what interested you in getting a psychology degree and then what prompted you to then actually get a doctorate in pharmacy? What was that journey like for you? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a great question. So uh, I, I was studying um, psychology at uh, Washington University or WashU as it's typically called. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, actually didn't, um, actually didn't finish the degree because I actually um, transferred out um, once I kind of switched from the pre-medicine track I was on to, to pre-pharmacy. But, you know, I still, you know, did like a solid um, two years. But I think for me, you know, just, uh, I, I'm just a really analytical kind of person. So it always, um, you know, I always love to know 
you know, what makes people tick, right? You know, okay. just why do they do the things that they do? And just, you know, how does the human brain work? And just, uh, it, it was just really, uh, just really a, a passion of mine. It, you know, I just felt like that would, I would gain a lot of value from that. But I think at the same time, my passion for healthcare was always there. You know, I, I you know, I had a lot of uh, math and science knowledge and, um, you know, I saw myself doing something in healthcare. At first, I didn't necessarily envision pharmacy mm-hmm. just because, you know, like a lot of people, uh, you know, my idea of pharmacy was, okay, you know, they sit, they stand behind the counter at your local drugstore and they just count pills. You know, I'm like, why would I want to do that? Right. Right. Yeah. So, so that was that was my perception at, at, at the time, right? But it was only kind of, um, you know, I, I guess the going got tough a little bit. I was like, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. And then I really started to dig in and, and explore, you know, different healthcare careers. I'm like, wait a minute, there's a lot more to pharmacy than I thought. I'm, I'm like, whoa, I had no idea there's all these, you know, board certifications and all these, you know, subspecialties of pharmacy and all these different roles you can be in. I'm like, whoa, it's a whole completely different world that no one ever told me about. And you know you what? Know? I think that is very important that you say that because most people and just like outside of pharmacists, they that's their perception of pharmacy. And I think that's a reason why it's so hard for pharmacists to branch out into different mm. kind of careers and different types of areas. Because people just don't even see pharmacists doing other things. Or I don't even know if it's that we're not as vocal as a profession in talking about other areas and careers. But Mm -hmm. people will say all the time, I didn't know pharmacists could do that. I didn't know. It's like, we're almost like, yeah, it's almost kind of like people think that we're so limited, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a great um, way because a lot of people do think like that. You know, that was what I thought. I was like, you can you can make all that money and all you got to do is put some pills in a bottle. Child, sign me up. <laughs> Same way. But, you know, even to a basic level, I know when I was working in retail, I just put doctor in front of my name. And most of my patients came and was like, oh, I didn't know pharmacists were doctors. You have a doctor? I'm like, yeah, what? Why do people don't know pharmacists don't have doctors? Like, I guess I think that was the transition from RPH to PharmD, and they mixed it. But I want to say that was like over 20 years ago, so I can't understand it either. Yes. So I saw that you are that you do have a board certification. Um, it's called the Board Certified Medical Affairs Specialist. Um, it's called the BCMAS certification. So what made you obtain that, and what is that all about? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Um, yeah, just kind of throughout my entire pharmacy school life, you know, okay. explored, uh, explored different career paths, and um, you know, for for a while, I um, you know, I was very interested in the, the pharmaceutical industry, kind of pursuing a path, um, you know, down down that road. So, um, you know, so I, I applied for uh, fellowships, you know, P four year things like that. Um, you know, there's some things going, but just in terms of you know the timing and, and the situations um it just ended up not um not, not working out okay. um, but you know there, there was a time where you know i just decided okay let me see if there's any kind of you know additional certifications or additional um you know just any any kind of extra knowledge i could pursue to maybe you know put me in like a similar position so it was a it was like an online uh online curriculum uh you know really kind of focused on 
um, medical affairs um, portion of the pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, there's a, a lot of uh, good knowledge in there. It's kind of geared towards people that are maybe trying to make that transition to um, the industry or maybe they're already in the industry and they're trying to maybe pivot. Um, so there was, there was a, lot of, a lot of valuable information in there. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly, um, I've, I've actually heard it said that it's never a waste of time to pursue anything you're drawn to. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't ever look at any experience as like, okay, that was pointless. Like, okay, you know, I shouldn't have done that because at the end of the day, you know, I just feel like if you have the right mindset and you know you're open-minded enough, like what you're doing really is you're building all of these different skill sets, right? Right. You're all of these tools inside of your toolbox, and then you know eventually time will come where you know you'll be able to use those skills, you know, that you gained in some different context, right? So, yeah, I, so, yeah, it, it'll, it, it'll, it'll all make sense. <laughs> right, right, okay, yes, yes, I understand that. Yeah, and I think it's really good that you're doing that because you know where you eventually want to go, that you're taking necessary steps to position yourself in that, and I think that's something um, people don't do because I actually did some research and I saw that you were interested in becoming a medical science liaison and I was like oh okay that's really interesting um, I think you'll be good for it based on all the things I see now <laughs> so yeah but I do want to talk to you about a dose of fitness so what inspired you to create um, the blog a dose of fitness yeah, yeah I'm so glad you asked so I'm, I'm really passionate about fitness. Like, I, um, you know, I have a bodybuilding routine. I lift weights uh, usually about four times a week, pretty pretty consistently, um, over at least, like, the past maybe, like, five years or so. So it's just something I, I do. Like, it's just a part of my life, right? And mm-hmm. um, I, I think I really got serious during pharmacy school. And the most interesting thing, like, I actually found that, like, the more consistent I was in the gym, like the better my grades actually were. Same here. Same here. Okay. I need to get here. I promise you. Same here. I was not stressed out. Yeah. I so I feel like it's a, it's a couple of different things. You know, maybe I'll, I'll let um you know what you guys chime in too. But I just felt felt like you know number one like the stress relief, right? Mm-hmm. Um, number two, just having the discipline, right, of like sticking to that schedule. Like you have to plan out your whole entire week. You know, if you really be consistent like that. So I feel like that discipline just carries over to like, you know, the library or, you know, like studying and, you know, I just feel like that, that discipline you build just carries over so much. And, um, yeah, you know, I think people have some memory. I, I don't know. I, I just felt different when I was consistent versus when I wasn't. Yeah. I, and I totally agree with you on that. Since you mentioned your Instagram, one of the best things I like about your Instagram I saw, I was like, he's still, he's having um, jerk chicken and stew on jollof rice. I was like, and he's still eating healthy, but he's still getting his African culture in there. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. I was like, I can't be eating all that stuff. He's like, mm, I saw you the jollof rice with your tilapia. I was like, okay, I see you. But oh, yeah, yeah, no, big, yeah, big, big, big shout out to my wife. She's, uh, I, I didn't even know I was married a chef. Um, we're married about but she just like loves cooking different recipes, um, you know, African foods and like whatever kind of foods. Like it's it's, it's I'm blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. Definitely. Yes. Well, y'all save me a plate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
But yeah, I think that your uh, A Dose of Fitness blog is really, really cool. And you give some great advice. I was reading some of the articles and I know in your article, How to Live Your Most Effective Life, you talk about having a mindset called flow. So that was really interesting to me. And can you tell our listeners what is flow and how does effectively controlling your stress um, lead to flowing? Because that's what we hear all the time. Pharmacists are stressed out, cutting hours, um, cutting pay, cut, you know, just everything. Yes, overworked. So can you kind of talk more about that? Yeah, absolutely. But let me just dive into the inspiration for the blog oh, a little bit first. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, you know, just being so passionate about uh, fitness, you know, lifting weights, nutrition and stuff, you know. I mean, I, I was just, this is just like in my spare time, I would be like reading articles and, you know, whatever. Like, this is just something I did, right? So, okay, how do I take this to the next level, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so like, I, I didn't want to be like walking up to random people in the gym, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. I'm like, I'm like wait, but if I just like start a blog, then potentially a lot more people can see it <laughs> you know right just, just just be able to impact more people that way um but yeah okay yeah yeah back to back to uh, the idea of, of flow so it's uh, it, it's a really interesting concept uh, i think it's kind of like a newer concept in psychology um this is a, this is a really interesting book on on flow um it's by an author i can't remember the name it's, it's a really long name but mm-hmm. um so the basic idea is that, you know, really most people are, you know, they're kind of most happy when they're pursuing something that's, that's challenging, but not too challenging. Like, it's, it's motivating, and they can, you know, kind of see their progress as they're going. So it, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever had one of those moments where, um, you know, you're doing something, it just kind of felt effortless, and it's kind of like it was exciting, you know, you're kind of just like in the zone. Like, essentially, that's, that's what flow is. Mm. But... But what happens is, um, you know, a lot of times people look at it, oh my gosh, it's such this really rare phenomenon, right? But not necessarily, because there are kind of some ways that you can um, kind of get there more purposefully. And one of the biggest um, barriers to it is um, is stress, right? So there's, there's internal distractions um, and there's external distractions. So external distractions would just be like, you know, like your phone going off. You know, somebody calling you, um, etc. Because you know, when you break your attention, um, you know, studies have shown it takes up to like twenty to twenty-five minutes to actually focus your attention back, right? So it's called attention. It's called attention residue. So when you can really focus your attention um, consistently on on one thing for you know a set amount of time, at least you know twenty solid minutes um, and and more then you can kind of get into the uh, area of flow, especially if you can um, kind of decrease some of your internal distractions, you know, being, you know, like stress, things on your mind, distractions. So, uh, you know, meditating, um, you know, mindfulness, uh, journaling can help with that, um, and, you know, exercise also. Cool. Yes. And speaking of that, New Year has just rolled around and it's 2020. And you wrote an interesting article entitled Why Most New Year Resolutions Don't Work. And you said that the truth is you must make lifestyle changes in order to see permanent results. So 
I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think that is so true <laughs> from everything from mm-hmm. like diet to career changes. Mm-hmm. Like people want quick fixes, but you really have to like change your lifestyle. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got exactly right. I think I, I think I even wrote that article like three years ago. I don't know. It's, it's been a while, but it's, okay. it's still it's still it's still true. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean. You know, the, the idea of diets, you know, people want to get these permanent results from temporary changes, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it just doesn't really work that way. You know, so really, like, the best uh, diet, if you will, or the best pattern of eating is, um, you know, one that you can sustain consistently, you know? So mm-hmm. when you make, like, a New Year's resolution or, um, you know, any kind of, like, oh, I'm going to achieve this goal at this predetermined time, right? There's really there's really nothing so magical about, you know, the clock striking midnight on the 31st, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, what your, your future self is really the same as your current self unless you actually do something <laughs> in between now and then. Um, so, you know, there, there's, you know, psychology is this idea of, like, your future self. And people... They imagine that their future self will be more productive, will have more time, will be more disciplined, more focused, and you know, just you know, just this—it's um, it's almost like a, a, a fantastical idea of what can happen in the future. Just like the over optimism, right? But it's like, how do you how do you get there? You know, it's like you have to actually, you know, anticipate these roadblocks, anticipate you know your environment. And um, and really, you know, structure your life so that you can make some of these uh, permanent changes that you would like to see in your life. Mm. So, so I, I don't, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in life resolutions. Mm. You know, if it's really, if it's, if it's really that deep, if it's really that serious, then make a life resolution to to change it. Ooh, now that's a word right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. So, um, with a dose of fitness. Where can people find your blog, and how often do you release new postings? Yeah, so um, the URL for my blog is a dose of fitness.com. So just um, just like the sounds, no spaces. Um, so in terms of my blog articles, I, I was a little bit more consistent in the past. These days, it's maybe every couple of months, but for the most part, um, a lot of what I put out is on um, is on Instagram, it's on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I do pretty consistent um, content, you know, a couple times a week um, on both both platforms. And uh, on Instagram, you can actually catch um, most of my workouts. I, you know, I post them on my story just for, you know, people looking for inspiration or motivation or, or ideas. Um, so my Instagram handle is um, at uh, Dr. underscore Bolu. So that's D-O-C-T-O-R underscore B-O-L-U. And um, they can find me on LinkedIn, um, Dr. Bolu Oladini. So if they just search, uh, they would find me there. Okay, cool. Yes, I do really enjoy the videos that you, um, because I mostly see you on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So, yeah, and I really do like the content that you produce, and it is inspirational. And so, yeah, I really like that. And I think we wanted to also touch on, you have an e-commerce business. So what what do you sell? What do you? Yeah, so it's uh, you know it's a it's, it's a platform. Um, you know we partner with uh, you know many different companies as 
is this kind of a way to um, is this kind of a way to get some of the money you're already spending back into your own pocket? Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's not it's not something like I'm passionate about per se. It's just kind of like another way to to kind of um, reinvest some resources and kind of get a get a return on it. So it's just you know, it's kind of like a, an approach towards uh, you know, it's like multiple streams of income and mm-hmm. you know, just uh, yeah, just yeah, I, I try to I try to be open minded to, to different things and um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people they end up you know just thinking inside of these boxes and I feel like that limits mm-hmm. them. You know, whether it's school, whether it's career, whether it's um, you know, like business opportunities and um, and, you know, I mean, people get stuck in these mindsets, right? And mm-hmm. um, they end up missing out on opportunities or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 what I. Yeah. And also, even speaking of opportunities, I think um, you are a great example of how to brand yourself because, like I said, that's how we both found you on through LinkedIn. Even I, I mentioned to Doctor Bree, I was like, "Hey, you should pick this guy." She's like, "Oh, I already saw him." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> so it's like you are, and it's like I think. Especially in I, I mean, in our profession currently, how it's like such a job job shortages, and just simply going on LinkedIn every day, you'll be surprised who will see you and notice you. And and if you're looking for opportunity, you never know one of your connections could happen. And I do think you do a great job of personal branding, and you do a really great job of just um presenting yourself well and educating. Like you're actually using your platform not just necessarily to gain professional um gains. But you use it for your purpose and things you want to do in life and your career. So I do admire you of that. And I thank you for that as well. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So now it's the time we do like our duel of the day. And you mentioned you have one. Yeah. There's no such thing as failure. Failure is the reflection of expectation. Without expectation, failure does not exist. Whenever something goes wrong, it is seen as a failure only in comparison to what you had expected it to be. There's no such thing as failure, only lessons. Learn those lessons, move forward, and realize you are better now because of it. Mm, That's a whole word. Yes, I love that. I love that because, you know, sometimes we get so down on ourselves because things don't work out in the way we wanted them to work out, in the way we thought they would work out. And you have to really learn how to deal with rejection, learn how to deal with failure. But it's really like a lesson. What did you learn in this situation Mm -hmm. or going through this season as opposed to just like, I wish I would have never done that. I wish I would have. Because you do learn something from everything that happens to you. Or you should. Yeah. If you pay attention. If you're paying attention to doing some self-reflection. True. (laughs) That's important too. Yes. So, Dr. Oladini, it was such a pleasure having you on Farm Dance Scripted. So, we really appreciate you for um, coming onto our platform, sharing your story, and talking more about the things that you are passionate about and that you are doing. Yes, yes. Glad to be here. It was wonderful talking to you too. Yes. So, that is the end of our show. Just remember that you write your own prescription to your life. Don't forget, sharing is caring, so tell a colleague or a friend to come join in on the fun. 
follow us on Facebook and Instagram at FarmingUnscripted so you can interact with us, leave feedback, share your stories, and all that goodness that social media has to offer. Well, until next time.